I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! He's the fastest man on the planet. He did up there, rabbits. This is more than I can't wait. I can't wait. What about Andrew King? Put him in the sack. Yes, yes, hello one, hello all. Sorry for the delay in the upload. Uh posted on Instagram yesterday that my recording software that I use to record all these shit the bed. So unfortunately, yeah, I had to scour the internet far and wide to work out where I could get uh more recording softwares. I think I have to pay for what I'm gonna be using now, which is uh never a good thing, but as long as we're getting the podcasts out. Uh, and there's some big things coming with the, with some changes to the pod, uh, whether it be later this year or, or the start of next year. I think you guys will really enjoy it. So, um, yeah, a little bit off topic, but we'll get back into the Supercoach uh, scheme of things. Around where the buyers come and gone, a lot of us would have prepped for it. Uh, we worked out sort of who the winners were, who the losers were. Uh, maybe you guys are still tinkering with your final size for the run home. Um, but there was a couple of uh, Smokies emerged here or there. Like we'll, start, we'll start off with game one. Seagulls uh, going down to the Raiders, who looked really impressive. The Seagulls, not great without Tommy Turbo. Uh, and Ruben Garrick, a lot of people would have brought him in. And a 51 is, is okay with no attacking stats, but it's not what you want when you're paying over 800k for a guy. I still think you hold tight with Garrick. He'll go back to the wing when Turbo's there. And um, yeah, we know what he can do when he's at, at full strength on the wing. Uh, Jason Saab, 12 points. It's never a good thing for... Uh, any player, let alone someone with such as high potential a sub. As always, though, we'll go through the highs and the lows of the of the game. Look, Dylan Walker top scored for the Seagulls, 84. Uh, definitely not an option to be looking at. It's a role that he's not going to be playing too often. Um, benefit a lot from attack. It's just not something I'm looking at. Uh, Hanwha Olakowatu. A lot of people are messaging you about Hanwha like whether um, they look at picking him up. I'd stay away just with the idea that Schuster's coming back. We're competing with Carl Lawton. Uh, Ciro's back as well. Uh, there's some other sort of key injuries to come back in for the Seagulls. So I'd probably be staying away from Hamwa Olakawatu. Moses Suli as well, 71, great score, not going near him. Marty Tapao with a 60, it's kind of what we come to expect from Marty. Uh, that sort of high 50s, low 60s kind of guy. Not someone I want to have for my team for the run home, unfortunately. Look, a lot of guys over sort of 50 for the Seagulls, but nothing extraordinary uh, that wasn't Dylan Walker. Sam Walker uh, for the, sorry, uh, Sam Williams for the Raiders, 104. Uh, yeah, some nice little attacking stats thrown in there, I think, with the departure of George Williams. Sam has really stepped up and, and made that role his own. He's looking really good week in, week out. We know that halfback has been positioned this year. We can't really take a gamble on, especially with um, the quality options that we have and the fact that Nathan Cleary is to come back in. But for draft prospects, I think if he's on uh, your waivers and you're, you're looking to fill a position, definitely can go worse than picking up Sam Williams. Emre Gula, uh, a guy that just pumps out attack sort of uh, unexpectedly and, and he'll go on these runs of really high scores and people get sucked in. I remember it happened last year. I think he had three scores over 90 and then didn't play another game for five or six weeks, and then a lot of people were stuck with Emre Gula. Tom Starling, a guy that I've been super, super high on if he gets big minutes. 
um, Josh Hodgson moves into the seven maybe next year or or moves into the 13 role. I don't know, but I think Thomas Sully needs to play big minutes and play good footy. And I just don't think he's going to do that coming off the bench. But if he can nab a starting spot and play consistent minutes, Tom Starling is going to be one of the gun hookers uh, for Supercoach. Joss Hodgson, as we uh, touched on, 64 from him. Ryan Sutton with a 63 and a couple of other guys there or thereabouts. Hudson Young, Jordan Rapiner, uh Joe Tarpany, all, all sort of there or thereabouts. But the Raiders, that was too strong on the day for the Eagles. Look, the Rabbitohs doing what they do best, putting on an absolute masterclass against the Cowboys. That left-hand side is lethal. Uh, but it wasn't just the left. It was also the right with Tane Mill. 131. Uh, dual position, two RFs, center wing. For anyone that messaged me asking if Tane Milne was a buy, and I said, no, I apologize. Uh, yeah, that looks to, to burn back in the face, especially with buy planning. I mean, he was crucial with the sides uh, going big. So 131 top scored from him. Then a 130 from the left-hand duo of Cody Walker and Alex Johnson. Both these guys on fire. Alex Johnson posted this on Instagram today, like some absolutely scintillating numbers that he's putting up week in, week out. I don't think they're going to stop anytime soon. They've got a pretty fantastic draw coming forward, the South City Rabbitohs. But there was also some guys that churned in for the win this week. Braden Burns, uh, 76. Adam Reynolds, 68. Tom Broger, 65. Harm Stello, 65. Uh, Jaden Silver, the 55 as well. So an all-round performance, but definitely dominated by the three-headed trio of Milne, Walker, and Johnson. And uh, where does this leave Tane Milne moving forward? I guess we'll touch on that later in the week as to whether he's a pickup or not. Uh, but if he holds the wing spot, definitely in considerations. For the Cowboys, Jason Tamalolo had a, a line break and a try assist to bump him to 87. Uh, posted on Facebook that if 5,000 people were buying Saab last week, then don't be surprised to see that number by Lolo this week. Uh, don't be, don't be, I guess, um, have the cloud put over your head around Lolo with the the fact that you got attacking stats. He's had two good games this year. Both of them have had attacking stats. Todd Payton's just not using the bloke the, the way he needs to be. I'd definitely be steering clear of Jason Tamalolo and no one else got above 55. So pretty uh, worrying signs from the Cowboys. A side that looked to be pushing for the finals footy, but never... I guess are realizing their potential and whether that's a coaching decision or or whatnot recruitment. Um, yeah, hopefully things turn around for them. The Bulldogs in a narrow defeat against the South Sydney, sorry, the Sydney Roosters. Uh, Josh Jackson top score with a 76. Lachlan Lewis with a 65. Nick Meany with a 65. Luke Thompson with a 62. Rounds out the top 60 for those guys. A really gutsy performance in the rain. Um, just probably lacking that star quality to really get them over the line to beat um, this Roosters side. Uh, look, this game was riddled with controversy around Sam Walker. And anyone that's giving Sam Walker grief, pull your head in like dead set. There was, what, 20 seconds left on the clock and, and the kid just held the ball for, for that entire time. On the fifth tackle, what did he do? He puts the kick out. The Bulldogs get a, a play to, to try and level the game or he goes for a field goal. What if it misses and they get seven tackles and, and they get a play or if it hits the crossbar, they come back or, or whatnot. Like taking the tackle, yeah. Um it definitely runs some time, but the way Sam Walker managed that game in the last 20 seconds, he, he wasn't getting caught by anyone. He was able to run the clock down, and um, that's beside the point. But for anyone messaging him privately or going on his Instagram, just pull your fucking heads in. It's like, seriously, the kid is 18, has such a bright future, and any kind of online abuse is just, just not needed. Uh, it's not warranted, and you, you look like a dickhead. But getting back to back to the footy, Manny Cavallo top score with an 83, Stilly Chibinul with an 80, Joey Marnie with a 79, tipped him to go over 80, so to go one point under is heartbreaking. Jadria Hardgraves with a 75, Sam Walker with a 65, rounds out the top, I guess, scorers for this game. As I said, the, the Roosters didn't look great, uh, but they did enough to get the two points. I guess that's all that matters in wet conditions. 
And the last game was a bit of a topsy-turvy affair. The Sharks getting up 20-12 to over the Warriors. Uh, Braden Trindle stepping in, did a fantastic job, scored 84. Aiden Tomlin just continues to pump through work with a 68. Uh, Braden Hamlin-Ueli with one of the all-time great try celebrations. Uh, shout out to The Rock and the People's Elbow. Actually in live, I think, I thought he floored Jack Williams uh, for reals. I think a lot of people did as well. Um, but yeah, fantastic try celebration. Love the boys getting around the try for July celebrations with the Mossy Masoy Foundation. Uh, Connor Tracy with a 61 continues to be a great option, um, as we touched on in the in the pod on Thursday. That rounds out the top 60 for the Warriors. Roger Tuolasa Sheck with a 75. Reese Walsh, my new favorite player, with a 65. And Eli Katoa with a 59. Um, as I said, back and forth affair in this one. The Sharks getting the win over the Warriors. But the Warriors are building something. I don't know if they'll play finals footy this year, but I definitely think with the roster um, additions they're getting in, uh, look, RCS is going to be a big loss, but I, I do like where the Warriors are headed uh, for next year, definitely. Uh, Matt Lodge, we'll touch on him, 51 in his first game for the club. I think he looked good, uh, not so much from a super coach standpoint, but I think he looked good from um, just a footy perspective. He looks to get that offload out, get the Warriors ha- with some second-phase footy, and I think um, that's all they're after. And that's going to wrap it up, guys. Um, I apologize, as I said, if this episode quality is a little bit lower than usual. Trying out some new software, just running some free trials and and whatnot before I work out what I'm paying for because my old one shit itself also had a bunch of kids screaming outside. So uh, I tried to cut in and out of that. But that's going to wrap everything up um, for the round 17 recap. We will be back either tomorrow for the Teamless Tuesday Roundup or we'll be here on Thursday for the full Supercoach preview. Just working out some stuff on my end, as I said. Uh, But for now, keep your friends close and keep your pods closer. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 